WDUM, the dumbest station in town. Hey, everybody, I'm here in studio with Scooter. Sam's running a little late, so Scooter's going to help me out with the mailbag. Thanks to everybody who's been sending in letters. It's pretty full. Scooter's kind of pulling it over here right now. All right, I'm going to grab one off the top. Remember, you can send those to WDUMshow at yahoo.com. Oh, this one's got a box attached to it. Yeah, let's do this one first. We don't get many packages around here. All right. Uh, it's got a letter attached. Can you give me that letter, Scooter? Okay. Intro. It's a long letter. Dear buddy, I'm a longtime fan of the show, and I had to write in to get some of your advice about a situation I'm in, but it requires a bit of backstory I've got to go through first. I'll try to be brief about this. You see, there is a small box that came with this letter. Please don't open the box just yet. I'll let you know when to open it. You'll see. But anyway, I'd I'd love it if you took the time to hear me out. And if you don't have any wisdom you could offer me on this, that's okay. I understand. It would be cool just to know you guys gave it a shot. Like I said, I'm a longtime fan of WDUM, especially you, buddy. Thank you. I don't know why this is making me a little uncomfortable, but uh, it all began when I was doing some spring cleaning with my wonderful wife and kids. I was cleaning out space in the attic when I stumbled upon an old box. I took a look at what was inside and to my surprise found my old GameCube. I used to love the GameCube. I opened up the disc tray with a satisfying spring release press to reveal my favorite game of all time, Super Smash Bros. Melee. It was late at night, so I had the house to myself as the wife and kids were in bed. I brought everything down to the living room and hooked it up to my TV. I loaded up the main menu and wow, buddy, I cannot describe the intensity of the nostalgia. It took me right back to my glory days, the time in my life when I was undeniably and objectively at my happiest. But then, something happened. Oh. A sudden anger. Old trauma stirs. A long, inactive part of my brain lights up like a lit match on a pond of gasoline. There is hatred towards a man. A man who took something. No everything from me. My old Super Smash Brothers rival, Penis Pudding. Wow. Scooter, you sniff all these boxes and everything before uh, we do this, so it should be safe. Chapter 1, The Beginning. Wow, this guy uh, is a big fan. The year is 2008. Several hundred eyes were on me. It was the finals at, It was the finals match at a Smash Brothers tournament, but this was no ordinary tournament. This was for the regional championship. The best players east of the Mississippi came together at the back of an arcade and fought tooth and nail and controller for the title of the best. There I was, the up-and-coming new talent. People were talking about me as the chosen one, the one who was prophesized to be <laughs> the one, the one who was prophesized to beat what many considered the best, a guy who went by the name Penis Pudding. The match started. We battled, nay, we we waged wars. My opponent displayed impressive skills, but I was winning, and we both knew it. Every strike moving me, <laughs> every strike moving me closer and closer towards the final blow. When at last, at the most crucial moment, I sneezed. I pressed the wrong button and he capitalized on it. I lost the match. All because of a sneeze. He knew he got lucky. He could have requested a rematch, but he didn't. For years, everyone talked about the match. It made history. 
To this day, the video has over 8,000 views. Everyone knew penis pudding is the best, and I was just the other. Chapter 2, The Challenge. My page here. As the memories flooded back to me in the attic, my hands started to shake and I could feel my pores open. It had been long. It's been long enough. Something had to be done. The very next morning, I hired a private investigator to track down my old nemesis. It didn't take long for him to get back to me. I was surprised to find my old nemesis lived in the town and lived in the next town over. I drove over to his house the following morning. He answered the door, and after some awkward introductions, he reluctantly and surprisingly let me inside of his home. We caught up a little bit and reminisced about the glory days. We're both shocked at how he hasn't remembered so much of it, despite it being such a big part of his life. He just shrugged and said he started a family. Smash Brothers hasn't been important to him for a very long time. He looks like a very happy and peaceful man. I hope this guy's okay. It's sickened me. Why does he get to be happy and not me? For some reason, ever since I've found the game in my attic, I've started to feel a subtle resentment towards my wife and kids. Like I was suddenly reminded that they were really my consolation prize. But I remained a calm composure. While we talked, I presented him with an offer. If he were to play me, right then and right there, I would give him $2,000. I had sold my wedding ring. Wow. This all feels a bit unusual, he said after a long pause. Can I ask you why you suddenly want to do this so badly? Are you feeling okay? You have twenty. You have 72 hours to make your decision. He started getting angry because he took that as a threat. He accused me of lying to him, that this was some sort of elaborate scam or money laundering attempt. No matter how hard I tried, I could not get him to believe that my request for a rematch was completely genuine. He kicked me out of his house and told me to never come back or he'd call the police. Buddy, from that moment on, my life as I knew it was gone. I would not get it back until I played him fair and square. And I would have my match. I will have my match. And if he wasn't going to give it to me willingly, I would have to find other ways to get it. Alright. Chapter 3, another page. Chapter 3, The Kidnapping. There is no other way, I said to myself over and over again. It would just be for a few hours. He'll be fine. Come to think of it, I bet I won't even have to keep him in restraints after I, after I calmly and rationally explain the situation to him. Oh, God. I'll just get the game set up, order us a pizza, crack open a six-pack, and just get this all even and over with. I ordered a storage unit where we'll be playing the match. It's my base of operations while I start planning for this thing. I've already got pictures of his wife and kids framed hanging up to help him feel more at home. I think Operation Kidnap a Family Man will be way more wonderful than I thought it was going to be. Kidnapping a family, man. I don't know, man. This sounds like risky business. At some point, I've got to find a new word to use, just because the word kidnapping has such a bad branding to it. During the planning phase, I asked my company's work Slack channel and asked my coworkers if anyone had any experience kidnapping someone. In hindsight, I think this might have been I think this might have put my coworkers at unease. This is probably why I got fired two hours later. Why did liberals have to make everything so cancelable? Side note, buddy. Do you think Burger King fry cooks refer to each other as colleagues? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm I, not sure if they do. I, I, would, I would assume they do. The colleagues, they, they try to professionalize that job. We have sandwich artists at Subway. Uh, so I think Burger King fry cooks can call each other colleagues. 
right, uh, this writer sent us another page. Chapter 4. Parenting. Being a good dad was taking up too much time. For example, my kid hangs out a lot with his best friend who lives on the other side of town. I wasted so much time driving my kid back and forth to his friend's house, time that I did not currently have between training for my upcoming match and plotting the kidnap. I had to convince my son that his friend was lame, so he wouldn't hang out with him anymore, giving me about an extra two hours a week. Also, that, And also, dude, the kid's dad was really annoying, and uh, he, he emboldened, really. It was an, He was an aspiring stand-up comedian who focused on character work. Jesus Christ, buddy, I can't tell you how many times he did his Paul Revere impression in front of me. Riding around on a pony, stick toy, slapping his ass, yelling out, the British are coming, the British are coming. Son, if you're just listening to this, I'm sorry. You can't be friends with Jeffrey anymore because his dad just sucks. He's not good for you. And Jeffrey wasn't that great either. He smelled like he was poor. From now on, you need to have friends that smell right. Buddy, back me up here. Sometimes having a good comeback story means you have to stop being a good dad. Uh, I don't know. I like to think my dad was, was a good dad every step of the way, so that's probably the way you should go. Not sure where kidnapping fits into this. Um, all right, chapter five. Chapter five, love life. It's a fifth page. My wife knows something is up. Yeah, she has to. I mean, this guy's clearly losing his mind. She complains that we haven't been having sex as much. To be honest, I realized I lost all love for her weeks ago. My attraction to her physicality was already on the decline, but now it's just impossible. I can only get hard if I think of a super if I think about Super Smash Brothers melee. I've been requesting a lot of reverse cow cowgirl so I can secretly catch some rounds on the Nintendo Switch. Eventually it wasn't enough. We tried roleplay, I made her dress up as Princess Peach and then as Wario. <laughs> Training with the Devil, Chapter 6 Unfortunately, buddy, it's been a long time since my combat days. My skills were right in the gutter. I'm sad to say that during my initial training, I even struggled against a level 9 CPU. In order to get better fast, I spent my kid's college tuition on getting private lessons with a world grandmaster of Smash Brothers. I found him on Craigslist. He claimed to be a nationally ranked Smash Brothers player who also happened to do a cult rituals for children's birthday parties on the side. After we exchanged some emails, we set up a week-long training session. He lives with his parents. Now I know times are tough and it's okay for people to live with their parents again, but even under the best economic circumstances, he would still be living with his parents. I didn't want my family bothering me, so I told my wife my work was sending me on a business trip to an aircraft carrier for a few days and that I wouldn't have any, any way of contacting her. I still haven't told her that I was fired three weeks ago. I'm just going to keep hitting the snooze button on that one. It's uh, not cool. While we got situated in his parents' basement, he started a brief occult ceremony and produced a contract that I were to sign in blood. He would bestow upon me the ability to smash in exchange for my ability to love. I think I startled him when I grabbed his pen that fast. I couldn't sign it fast enough. What a deal. And with that, our training began. Within hours, of, within hours, my skills took off like a rocket. I've never felt such power in my life. We had barely slept or ate. It felt like only a few hours had passed before I knew the week-long training session had finally concluded. Turns out the contract I signed took out a lot out of me. 
It was only when I looked in the mirror for the first time in a week did I realize that I lost most of my hair. I was so stunned that I didn't even notice that my teeth were falling out until I limped back to my car. But this was no time for vanity. I still had work to do. Chapter 7, The Grind In an attempt to rebrand what I'm doing, I've decided that instead of the word kidnapping, I'm going to use the term person borrowing. It just makes this all feel better. It's a lot of work planning a person borrowing. You have to study their routine almost every day for a few weeks. You learn their vices, their habits, their wishes. You almost start to think of them as a friend, so you gotta quickly shut out those feelings off. What comes to replace those feelings is something more analytical. Like how a snake would drink in its prey, drink in its prey through its eyes. I know you understand me, buddy, but I'm sure some of your listeners are a little more judgmental. To those folks, I say, have a little empathy. If you had a disappointing Super Smash Bros. tournament loss 15 years ago, you would do the same thing. I mean, maybe you'd have a family, but so what? Honestly, buddy, the only thing that kept me going all this time was listening to your prank calls. Half the time, I feel like I'm just one canceled episode away from doing something really crazy. I just want a fair match. Is that too much to ask? Is that too fucking much to ask? Um... All right, and we've got an. He's got a little packet here. Uh, looks like he had to use a staple gun to uh, get through all the pages. This is chapter eight. Buddy opens the box. Uh, it's really satisfying when a big project comes together, isn't it, buddy? You put in so much work and love in something. Seeing it all at once, just before your eyes, is just wow. I want you to think the world of me, buddy. Oh, no. You're my hero. I want you to know how badly I want to win this game. I want you to know how committed I am. I'm your biggest fan. Remember that box I told you not to open? You may open it now. Please, buddy, open it up. Um, Scooter, can you come over here, man, when I open this? Anthrax or something. Oh, Jesus. There's a... Scooter, what is this? You see the... It's like a bone. Covered in blood. I think this guy sent me a... Scooter's backing away to the other side of the room. He won't even come near this thing. It's a, uh, yeah, look, it's just some type of a bone, uh, covered in blood in this box. This is, uh, the most bizarre package or letter I've, we've ever received at the WDWM. I don't even know what to do with this. I might have to call the authorities or something, man. I uh, what do we do? Uh, Scooter is suggesting that, for clarification, I continue, uh, reading the letter. Um, we will be dealing with this in the proper way. Again, someone just mailed to the WDMA bloody bone. Uh, this person claims to be a fan of mine. And uh, let's just read the rest of the letter and see if we can figure this out. It's my nose, buddy. It's my nose. Oh, my God. It's the guy's nose. 
Remember at the start of this, I, I remember at the start of all of this, I said I lost my match because I sneezed. I made sure that would never happen this time. I cut my nose off, buddy. I cut my fucking nose off. Don't worry about all the blood. I don't have any diseases. I would never do anything to hurt you, buddy. Do you love me yet, buddy? Oh, God. Yeah, man. Get the... Cops. That's not even the biggest shocker yet, though, buddy. Are you ready for this one? Right now, as you're reading my letter, I'm joined here with my friend that I've been telling you so much about. He's a little tied up at the moment, but don't worry. His hands are free so he can play. That's right, buddy. The second you started reading my letter on the air, we started to play our match. I can only imagine that at this very moment, right now as you're reading this, that I'm in pure ecstasy, buddy. Pure ecstasy. I'll be writing in again soon, buddy. So very soon. Sooner than you realize. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Have a good Wednesday. Love the other. I, this this is... mailbag segment has been brought to you by The Chicken Coop. The Chicken Coop. The Chicken Coop. Come on down to The Chicken Coop. A block, 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 block. We've got chicken. We've got taters. We've got chicken and taters. Don't forget to bring home a waffle. So come on down to The Chicken Coop. Off Route 36, Downtown Blunder. This is this is preposterous. This is insane. Uh, I don't even know what I don't scoot. I don't even know what to do. Did you call someone? I'm not gonna wait. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm not gonna wait. What's going on? I'm not gonna wait till the till the end of the show to call the cops about this, dude. Someone wrote in. We were doing the mailbag because you you were running a few minutes late. So Scooter said, "Just start the oh, mailbag." Anything good? He said, "Just start the mailbag." Someone sent in like a like a book, almost like eight pages, and a, a package. And it was some the guy cut his nose off and put it in there. Dude, look! Oh my god! Yeah, I'm trying to get. You just opened this. I just opened this. I'm trying to get Scooter to call the it's, police or something, but he's saying finish the episode. All right, let, let me see it. Let me. Jesus Christ, dude! What it's the fuck? A human nose. Why? Who? This just happened before I came in. Yeah, this guy uh, calls himself the other. Says he's obsessed with me. Did he say anything about me? N- no, I don't think he even mentioned you at all. What the fuck? Uh, all right. Well, that's, I'm a little annoyed by that, but okay. Um. This guy's gonna kill me. Well, I'm I, gonna send his foot let me, next. Let me take a look at this letter. He's got walking around. Well, if you see people walking around with no nose, report him. But what? What? What did he say in the letter? It, it, he it was. It was a super. It was psychotic. It was something about a Super Smash Brothers tournament. He was that he lost when he was a child because he sneezed, and uh, it was all mixed in with being a huge fan of the show. And he figured out a way to never lose the tournament. He sought out his the former opponent that beat him. He challenged him to a to a rematch. The guy turned it down, so he kidnapped him. You'll have to go back and listen to it, dude. It was nuts. He's got a nose. I, I yeah, we probably shouldn't even have our fingerprints on that, just in case. <sighs> yeah, this is kind of like a. This might be a crime scene. They're gonna wanna. Yikes. 
man, I mean, you know, of course, the one day I'm late by five minutes and yeah. Scooter's staring at the, at the bone or the ligaments. It's not even a a bone, right? I, I don't, cartilage, I guess. Cartilage. Yeah. Oh my God. So I don't know. We have to beef up on security. I might, uh, tap into Mr. Bowers to look into the other. I mean, this is a WDM first, I think. Uh, someone getting sent a nose? I think it's a podcasting first. I legitimately yeah. don't even know what to do with this. Like, It can't be the guy's real nose, right? I mean, it's somebody's nose. It's it's a nose. It's a fucking nose. It's a nose. Uh, yeah, I mean... A best case scenario, he sawed off a dead guy's nose. Right, right. Like that's the best thing. I uh, originally, when I when I first uh, the first thought that came to my mind was the guy he kidnapped. But I wonder if that's his username on uh, Switch Online. The other uh, scooter. Can you give Mister Bowers a call too? He knows some security guys, right? That's what I should do. I mean, are you like flattered a little bit? You know, that's no, it's uh, it's <laughs> no. I would rather I would rather you guys get the the fandom and the 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 praise. But I, this guy doesn't even praise me. He he praised me. He said some very nice things, but I, I appreciate the compliments. I, I don't appreciate the schnozola. I mean, this wasn't the worst fan we've had, or the most uncomfortable. Like, remember that that old lady that uh, you know, like threw herself on me and offered like her hand in marriage. Yep. Yeah, that. I mean, that made me un- a little uncomfortable. You know. Yep. So. That uh, that old man who had uh, remember like he got his arm cut off or something. He was did he was a carpenter, and he has something with a wood saw. But then he like created a wooden like arm cannon. Kind of like Mega Man. Yeah, and he, like somehow it was like some sort of like he had like uh, it, uh, engraved on the side like you know uh, WDUM. Uh, fuck, what did he say? WDUM. It was like number one fan or something. Rocks, yeah, yeah, that guy was cool. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, no, we're talking guy, I mean, about mad know, I, fans. Maybe, that guy was actually that guy was not cool because he shot a BB gun out of his wooden mech arm, and it uh, broke a uh, you know portrait I had on the wall. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to. I'd like to at least before I cast any judgment, read this guy's mailbag just to get Here. you know just to see both sides of it. Here. All right, let's see. Man, yeah, you weren't kidding. This thing is... This is a book. Dude wrote you a book. Yeah, he wasn't kidding. Let's see. Uh, a bit of advice. Uh, yeah. I'm not even sure what he was asking. I don't even know what he needs advice about. I think he just wanted to get your praise or approval i and i i'm not gonna give it to him obviously i'd be endorsing a kidnapper i don't want to get tied into all this Jeez. we make prank calls um, we could get in trouble 
Yeah. Ugh. You you're a mayor. You you uh, were, were a mayor. What do I do? Yeah. You did anybody ever send you any uh, threats or anything while you were mayor? That happens to politicians a lot. Um. No. But before I make a decision on what to do, I'm. I, I gotta say, I'm kind of hungry. Didn't get a chance to eat. Um. I'm gonna order something. You, you want in? Um. I'm not really hungry right now, man. All right, I'm just going to... Scooter, uh, large pizza, you want in? You got want to go half? Yeah, I'm probably... All right. Getting out of here. When you guys are good, I'm not going to hang around much longer after the show's over, because this guy could be walking... I mean, I don't mean to be a... Like... My, I don't know. My car's right outside. We've got security cameras out there. Hope the dude didn't like hook something up to my car. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe lie low. Just uh, have some guys with you. Yeah, oh, man. It's gonna have to be like the like the Godfather when they're protecting his compound. Yeah. That didn't go well, though. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen to me. I was thinking of uh, something like, uh, you know, we've we've been watching Better Call Saul. I was thinking when, uh, you know, when when Gus is on lockdown. Yep. From Lalo. Yeah, I'll be scrubbing. You're gonna need shower a shower with a toothbrush. Oh shit, dude! We're we're gonna need a a buddy double. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Sam Walker. Hope you enjoyed our long mailbag episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so by call, leaving us a voicemail at 1-609-874-9019, or you can feel free to send in a, us an email at wdumshow at yahoo.com. See you next week. <laughs>